this is a very good shot actually you've done you've done very good you've done very very well right with this uh hey everyone uh welcome back to the one where my name is kyle here you know me i'm your host and on the button so we've got tashi hello. hello all right and in the hot seat today we have mr lewis gonzalez hello you're right i don't well, know why i went that accent <laughs> <laughs> no, no it took me by surprise i, I didn't mind it but um yep, didn't mind it. it is it something that we would get cancelled for is that no. well not we me personally <laughs> just just, putting me in there yeah you well, know what yeah you definitely would, would oh okay that's okay. fine um right before that but before that, how have you been man i've been good uh i've been good and i've been good and i've been really cold as well actually that was a, a weak answer to that but i'm gonna stand by it dude i've had Thanks. worse i've done like this is like 170 i've done 171 episodes of this i've had way worse that was fine yeah dude I'm the lucky 171st. This is really good. This is like very good. That's all I have to say. It is very good. Carry on. Let's okay. <laughs> all right. So this is this is quite this is quite nice thing for me. I want to know where is your name from? Like, where are you from? That's the real question. So my um, I'm originally from. Speaking to the mic, dude. People want to hear you. I'm originally from a small town in the centre of England called Coventry. Ooh. And um, before that, my family is originally from Barcelona, which um, is in, in this country. And um, just, just to clarify. Well, yeah, you got to, you know, the audience wants to know that. And, yeah, we do uh, cater to the thick on this podcast. Yeah. Right, and everyone wants to know a bit of geography yeah. and uh, where Ryanair goes to. And... Um, so yeah, Barcelona is where my family are from originally, all of them. And uh, just before as well. What, born, you mean every single one? Okay, where are we going with this? I don't know. Every That's single one of them. But yeah, I'm pretty sure. Well, some of them, yeah, like the core family, we're all originally from Barcelona. A lot of people move to like Argentina, you know, Mexico, this and that, from Spain. It sounded like I was just being general. A lot of people have moved in <laughs> from here to there and stuff. I, I met my family solely and stuff, but... Yeah, originally from Barcelona, and um, yeah, they moved to Coventry. And how was it growing up in Coventry? <laughs> well, <clears throat> it was a downgrade, obviously, uh, from Barcelona to uh, to Coventry. But obviously, I was just born in Coventry, so I, I didn't know say, anything uh, else. But I'd like to say that anyway. It makes me feel good. Yeah, I was going to say, were you born in there? Were you born? I was born in great. Okay, I was born in Coventry in a hospital called Walsgrave Hospital. I love is, the fact that hospital's got grave in the name. Yeah, that's actually... I didn't think of that. That is actually a very good observation that I will um, remember. So good. It's fine. I gift... Here it is. Look, here's the observation. I gift it to you. All right. Here it Take is. It. I was, yeah. was going to eat it. For, <laughs> just like, ingest instinctively, it. instinctively, just for the knowledge. What? And you were going to eat something that... So I touched your hand and you're instinctively just going to eat it. Yeah, I didn't think about it. <laughs> no. Okay, nope. that's fine. Don't use your brain. Don't use hey, your man. brain. All my right? brain isn't here for this. Good. He's taking a back seat. Right. So, right <laughs> up a commentary, right? Yes. In the 90s, what was that like? Um, obviously, that immediately makes me a very cool kid because I was obviously raised in the 90s. Um, Trust but me, as someone, as someone who else was raised in the 90s, it doesn't immediately make you a cool kid. But you, it does make you a cool kid because you are a cool person. But that's very cool to hear. So... Right back at you. I Thank you. you cool. We're just a couple of cool just dudes. Cool nineties kids, really. Cool nineties kids, like S Club Juniors and Hearsay. Yes, actually, Hearsay were. I listen to them every now and then. Actually, I do. For some reason, everybody. 
Need somebody to love in a one tonight. In a one tonight. In a one tonight. I d- what listen, the listen. I right? quieting down at that point. Listen. I want to hear you. It's just one of those things where like you 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 can kind of guess the lyrics, right? Yeah, yeah. You don't need to know what Paul <laughs> or what's the names is, is actually saying. I used to think that one of the singers looked like Zidane. Was that mining class? The main, the the bowling guy, the guy. Who <laughs> I said it. mining class. Um, what's his name? Um, who was it? Mate, was you're the ones. Ah, oh, I used to know, I used to know the names and stuff, but yeah, I'm not. His. I know, who, I know who you mean. Yeah, but yeah, I can kind of, I get yes. what you're saying, but I just forgot his name. Sorry. Dude. That was the only reason I really liked him because of Zidane. He looked like Zidane, which was very odd. Mm. But uh, growing up in the '90s in in Coventry was really cool. You know, I used to skateboard all the time. Did you? Um, no, sorry, I was thinking I was Bart Simpson there. For a second. <laughs> that definitely me. Um, used to have spiky hair. My sister was called Lisa, and uh, um, I used to play football quite. I used to be a bit of a a bit of a chav, basically. I don't know if you can say that. You can. Now. You can say that. Good. Touch. Well, nice. Hey, man, with the accent I did before yeah. and you saying that, you're now yeah, in the well, same boat as me. All right. We're uh, we're uncancelable. Yeah. That's a difficult word to say. Also, made up. Yeah. Well done. It works. Cheers, man. You're very smart. <laughs> so, I am using my brain. No? Yeah. Okay. That's good. Okay. So, you used to be. So, I used you... to, yeah. So, I used to grow up in, um, in Coventry and we used to play football all the time. We used to be, it used to be one of those sort of uh neighborhoods where everyone was always all the kids were always out yeah know. uh we'd always get our bikes we'd go to the you know the field and stuff like that we'd play football i remember sometimes getting my dad to play football with us which you know now looking back on it it's not very cool but at the time i was like my dad's like you know 40 or 39 playing against these 12 year olds and i was like six at the time, so I was like, it felt cool to bring yeah. my dad along. And um, Did you have any brothers and sisters? Yeah, I did, my older brother, who I used to kind of hang around with him and his gang. So I'm three years younger, but I used to hang around with like people a little bit older. Bless. Yeah, bless me heart. I used to try <laughs> so. And I used to be so, so like protective about my family, like especially my brother, because he wasn't like, my brother is like six foot three. He's quite a tall guy. He's always been quite a big a big guy and me on the other hand i've always been quite a small guy but i'm more like dexterous and more like sporty and stuff like that i'm yeah. more aggressive in general i'm gonna be honest with you in the night i get the vibe oh, I got come, the, on, yeah. oh, come on come <laughs> on when i put my hand no um but um yeah so whenever my uh my brother would always i'll be like the younger brother who was kind of looking out for him like whenever he got into trouble i'd be like just little tasmanian devil just run up and yeah exactly i didn't use my brain back then actually i didn't have one so i used to just uh do all yeah that's like that's les taz but les taz sounds like a person les taz it does i said i meant les taz les taz but i didn't use my brain taz yeah, there we go. So I used to do that all the time. <laughs> yes. That'll do it. That'll do it. And that's actually, it's not a bad. That's, a really that's good. all right. It's <laughs> weird about, did you, you, you used to watch the Tasmanian Devil cartoon, right? Loved it. Great. Okay. Because we're just, we are basically the same age. Yeah. We're the same person. We are, basically. Look. Um, like, why did, why was Taz the only person in his family who couldn't, who couldn't speak? Um, well, obviously, yeah. 
there was something going on that he obviously had some sort of you know bad relationship with his parents so he didn't learn how to talk properly oh, he didn't that. speak to anybody um yeah no well he had a girlfriend in one episode i'm pretty sure so he managed to do some all that <laughs> was wooing somebody <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you play your cards right, you could uh, with with that sort of talk. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I truly do not know why. Um, I also don't know why uh, they made a a show on Tasmanian devils in general. No one ever comes across them apart from Tasmanians, and even then, they are super rare. Well, that's what makes it super cool. Exactly, and I realized <laughs> as I said, that, I was like, "You idiot! Yeah. You goddamn idiot!" So. <laughs> How much did growing up in Coventry? Well, so yeah. how much did growing up in Coventry? This is, I don't want to say. Like, did you have an? Did you always want to move out of Coventry, or did you? Or what happened? How did that come to be? Yeah, it wasn't like. Yeah, it wasn't one of those sort of stories where I'm there, growing up, and I'm, I'm living under the stairs. I'm like, oh, one day I'm gonna get out of this shithole and whatnot. But it wasn't like that. Like I enjoyed it. But as I grew up gradually and organically, I was like, oh, yeah, this is it for Coventry and Birmingham. Like, I'm going to have to go to an actual city, to London. The big smoke, we used to call it, you know, back, yeah. back in my day. You know? We just call it the smoke. <laughs> the, the smoke. Because it's all we know. <laughs> the big, that's all we sometimes call it. But, um, but yeah, Coventry was full of, like, no opportunities. I meant London is full of opportunities. So but it's a lot more expensive down here for those yes, yeah. But it's the quality of living is arguably better. Okay. It is better. Really? Than Coventry? I mean, what is there in Coventry apart from like loads and loads and loads of stabbings? Your I family. Oh, my. <laughs> that, yeah, I need to learn how to prioritize yeah, yeah. things actually, yeah. Um uh, but you know, Coventry, it's home, it's a shithole, but it is home. It's like my my two cities growing up have always been Coventry on one hand and Barcelona on the other hand how uh, did you visit Barcelona three times a year four times a year nice all the time it's like it's like a, a second city the the two cities that I regard you know extremely high in my life and uh, are totem and pillars and columns in my uh, in the essence of me yeah are Coventry and Barcelona oh good they go hand in hand yeah that's it it's almost like you got very strong connections to both it's almost like that isn't it yeah <laughs> and it's good because they they follow each other in the alphabet they do. i didn't actually realize so that until go. now so there you go everyone that's that's really cool yeah i mean yeah it's pretty cool um uh, so when <laughs> did when did the comedy journey start well that's actually a very deep question by that do you mean do you want to yawn by the way if you want to no, yawn i'm literally just <laughs> cracking my jaw all right and also blowing my nose at the same that's um actually also i feel yeah my, my i'm i'm snotting a little bit but not snotting it's just like a steady stream of this is gonna be great for the audio isn't it just fantastic <laughs> but yeah um so yeah my uh my the, the comedy career i um so that was one of the reasons i came to london as well because it was opportunities to to do stuff and i moved in from cov in 2016 cov i mean coventry um some people have claimed when i say cov it sounds like i'm saying cough which um i got it don't worry you got it yeah you i got, got it. cough i got cov okay good nice cough, yeah because right, i can good. hear things and i am not an idiot well no, some people i mumble no, you a don't. Bit. Do you? sometimes do you i've been known to do it well you're I'm... acting like it's like everyone can mumble if 
you know, and they have done it by accident at times. Yeah, I've I've not noticed you. I'm not noticing. I've not. not yeah. I've not noticed. You. I can't fucking speak in a minute. I've not noticed you mumbling. There we because <laughs> well, we're doing this, but I want to enunciate like okay. very clearly and very well. Okay, so this isn't how you usually speak. Do you want uh, me to speak going on? It's yeah, like, go on. Then. Yeah, it and yeah, no, it sounds super shifty, and it isn't how I speak. So it would be quite, <laughs> be quite silly. Uh, so yeah, I just I moved over. 2016 with with two mates from Coventry and um and I was like I want to do this stand up thing but I'm a pussy and how do I do that how do I force myself on stage because I know I'm at least you know a little little bit fun, like mildly funny at least I can I can do something to produce a <laughs> to get a reaction out of people to produce anyway and um and yeah so I I signed up to this, um, to this like um, to, with Kate Smurfway. I did uh, the, mate, the comedy course. High five! You to did that. It too. I've done that one too. What, when? What year did you graduate? Um, I graduated in twenty eighteen. Okay, so I did the year before. Yeah, just before twenty seventeen. I just did that from like January to April. We did a show. Yeah, like on twenty third of April or something like that. It's exactly the date. For some reason, I've just always remembered it, and. Um, where did yeah. you, then where did you do it? Did you do it in the Leicester Square in the Leicester Square, Leicester Square Theatre or oh, where? the Comedy Pub? Comedy Pub, excellent. Couple of couple of blocks or no? There's a couple of uh, yeah, no, down from, from the from the other one from the other place. Yeah, the good one. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, I mean the Comedy Pub's still good. Comedy Pub's good. I, it's <laughs> good. It. Like it's what it, it's the Comedy Pub. It's exactly what it says in the gym, and it's right next to the Comedy Store. So if you can't get to the Comedy, yeah, if you can't get into the Comedy Pub, go to the Comedy Store. No qualms on my end with that. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, so you yeah. did. It, so you did your. Was that your first gig? That was it. The that one. Yeah, doing the course with my the little crash course. Yeah, that was my first gig. I did about seven minutes, nice. and the whole time, basically, I just remember Kate being like, "Hey, you're going over," and I was like, "I'm doing great." <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, but it was very good, you know, because if I'd fallen on my ass and just kind of it had been a fracas that first time, yeah, then it would have been a lot more difficult to go back into it, you know. But it's, fortunately, it was really nice. You see, I did what a lot of other people did, uh, what most people don't do, because um, I didn't want to die on my ass at the showcase. Mm -hmm. I took myself off to open mics before, like before then. So I got, I got about seven or eight gigs in. Wow. So. But it kind of worked. It worked against me a little bit because when I told Kate that I'd been gigging in between in between classes, she was like, "All right, great, you're opening because you've got the most experience." Oh shit! Um, I did about seven minutes and did quite well. Okay, all right. Yeah, I know, right? Wait, so uh, wait, that went well then? What <laughs> yeah. are you talking about? Yeah, I know, but it was like, well, okay, the. Oh, being the opener on your first on your yeah. first gig is just a bit like oh my goodness but arguably you only knew about the importance of being an opener because you'd done open mic slots because maybe um, before you it wouldn't have been such a big because everyone's new do you know what i mean yeah i suppose so i mean i mean now i don't mind opening at all. Yeah. i don't mind opening now at all um but yeah, but back then, man, it was hot. Yeah, it was yeah, a, that's true. It is terrifying. Because it is, it is the it's the one that you're the shirt, you're the person that sets the gig off, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And it's the first time anyone is basically doing that as well. Like any of those guys have seen anyone do it. So regardless of if you'd done gigs before, mm. it's still pretty pretty terrifying because you've only done like nine anyway. Yeah, 
Did you bring anyone to the show? But like two friends. Yeah, they recorded. I was practicing it like all week before as well with my mate. And um, yeah, it was uh, it was actually pretty cute. It was very cute. Aww. And um, you can Baby Lewis. <laughs> yeah, it, it was adorable, honestly, if I could see myself. Do you still have the tape? I do actually, yeah. Oh, it. it's um. <laughs> do you still have the tape? Like we're in, the, we're nineties kids, but we're not yeah. still in the nineties. Uh, yeah, I remember like T. Oh, do you remember TV? Like the actual video recording tapes. Oh, VHS. Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, dude, big time. We I still can... use them. Every do now you? And then. Why? I don't know. <laughs> no, no, we, <laughs> no, we use it because my basically my mum, my mum loves like collecting old memorabilia and all that and stuff. A bit of a hoarder in that way, and everything's got like a sentimental value okay and so we always have like old vhs tapes of us and like you know of uh, films we taped over when they were on tv like liar liar one of our favorites we'd recorded that like that and we just kept re-watching it liar liar obviously now you can watch it on digitally and online and stuff or, but it's just not the same it's not, it doesn't have that you know that rugged you know elite illegality sort like of when you, to it. when you pre when you press pause they don't go like this anymore <laughs> what is it what? With that line in the middle so, yeah yeah <laughs> and there's no risk of the tape getting chewed up i mean what is this yes that was they will never know will they Kids that was a night and i would sometimes as a kid just ruin one by accident i'll oh, do it all the time yeah. god damn it Kids today just don't know what don't know what they're doing. Yeah, don't it's, know what very they're it's very true. So, what's been your best and worst gig so far? Um, uh, that my I've had so many so many bad ones that um. Oh, okay. Let's do a top five. Top but five. You don't have to no. You don't have to mention the promoter or the night. Or no, no. Like it, it, I don't even remember that. It's more of like I remember sort of me and how I felt and stuff. And okay, let's go. I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to think. There's there's always one at the top of my mind, but right now it's not really there. But like the one of the one of the good ones was uh, the one in Liverpool, one of the very very good ones. Like hot water, yeah, yeah, the hot water, Shout out hot water comedy club. Shout out to that place. Um, and um, yeah, that went very very well. It's one of those gigs where everything like whoosh, whoosh, everything was working. Like whoosh. it's just such a good room. It's very right. nice, very nice, very receptive as well. I mean, forget like. Yeah, forget the crowd. So I'm talking about the structure. How how the crowd is laid out is Excellent. it's just fantastic. Um, and I'm looking forward to seeing what they're going to do next with the new places yeah, yeah. that they're doing. Yeah, because yeah. they were telling us uh, about that, and that sounded amazing and stuff. Yeah, but um, and then yeah, so that was one of my my really good ones. I've I've had a few like that where I kind of feel like I max it out. If you know what I mean, like you max out the whatever you've got. And your mind, whatever you're feeling, and your bits and stuff, you kind of just max it all the way out. Yeah, that's and I've got a few like that, like a, a handful where I really like, oh yeah, oh yeah. You know, I come out thinking like, oh yeah. You sound like you're the cool, like you, you come out like the Kool Aid Man. Yes, actually. Oh yeah, like cool nineties kids. So that does make sense. But um, did you smash through the walls and shit? Uh, yeah. To get yeah. to my train because I almost yeah. missed it. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why you had to leave early as well. I think we might have caught the same train. We did as well, but I was like, you know what? I've I've uh, I've disturbed him too much, so I was just like, I'll leave it. Also, on the train, it was like an empty carriage. It was just this one like fourteen year old kid, and he tried to like what is it drop drop message or something? He tried to drop me some sort of image, and I saw it and I went, <laughs> no. What was, <laughs> what, was what, what was it? I don't know. Do, do, do you know when they drop you some sort of like I don't know? It just said this guy is trying to share this with you, and he was the only one in the carriage. So he was and I knew it was him because yeah. he was looking really 
like mischievous. Yeah. yeah and, and he was looking around like that. And then I saw that pop up like, you know, Jamie Boyd or something like that. I just <laughs> made up a name and it's a real person probably. And uh, he has tried to, sh he, he wants to share this with you. And I went, looked at it, looked at him. I went, no, really no. loud. And that was it. <laughs> What, you, you had said no. I, I literally, I went no. Literally went no. Went, yeah, <laughs> yes. Just to kind of, just to prove it a little bit more. Because I what, knew it was him. What did he think was going to happen? Yes. That's probably what he thought would happen. Just a yes, and that's it. And accept have, it, and then we hug or something. I mean, I'd have been like really tempted. Just, I'd be. I'm scared of that though. Like, I'm, imagine if it's too. just some sort of virus. I know. Yeah, yeah. But also, I'm, I, I'm very, I'm, very curious and yes. very impulsive so yeah. there'll be a part of me that goes i kind of want to see what he's yeah. doing here yeah no no i wanted to i want to see what this guy was up to but at the same time i was like i don't want to i like my phone yeah i like my phone <laughs> i don't know what these you know he, I, he's, these from, young people he's from liverpool i don't know what could happen you know or, or i don't know where he's from really i don't, does it mean anything exactly but um but i don't know liverpoolians <laughs> um, all right. You'll never get booked to Hot War again. So. <laughs> I love those guys. Yeah, we had a really go. good time with those guys. So Hot War, well, so two, uh, um, give me two others, good ones. Two other good uh, ones. I remember doing Voxel. I think this was even before the pandemic, and everything was working really well. I've done. Um, it's just a just a, a few where they always just kind of hit, hit that threshold where you're just like, yeah, that's like been my best one for sure. That was me. Uh, you know, out, just maxim, maxim my potential for what I've got at the minute, and everyone was laughing. That's good. <laughs> everyone was laughing. Trust me, everyone was. I believe you, son. Yes. I believe you. Now, what about the worst gig? The worst gig, um, because that's what everyone wants to hear about. No one wants to hear about worst gig when I'm when I worst gig when I'm trying when I'm first starting out, or worst gig. Uh, knowing that this is really terrible. Let's do both, man. Let's do both. Okay, so after my first gig with uh, Kate Smurfway, where I felt like I was, you know, Bill Burr, basically, I just felt I was just, I'm Bill Burr here. Like, there's no, there's no stuff in it. There's no stuff. Yeah, I've got hair, but I am him. And, um, <laughs> and I went, and I, I just went to this second, I got all my, I got about eight or 10 friends. And I was like, I'm doing my second gig now. Like, I'm doing it. Not on the day I just did my no, first. No, no, no. Six months later, I was like, yeah. Six those. months later? I was wow. basking in that glory for six months. So I did it in April. Oh. 2017 was my first one. Then my second was January 2018. And um, Ooh, that's, a that's, that's a long way. That's a long time, isn't it? That is actually a very long time. Well, anyway, um, <laughs> so I did that. I did that second. Did you like, go around saying that you're a comedian after 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 that first gig? No, well? because I was really. I actually. I always cringes me a little bit. Say that. To, oh, I'm a comedian. It's like well, yeah, no, yeah. It's just I'm. I'm trying to be something or whatever. Like I'll get to that point where I feel comfortable. Where yeah. I establish myself. I don't need to say anything really. I barely I say, think I, I'm a human. I just say I do shit. That's what I say. People ask me about it. I do shit. Yeah, but you're a '90s kid. That just sounds very. I do. What are you gonna do? <laughs> what are you gonna do about it? Huh? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do about it? Huh? Um, but um, but yeah. So uh, my second gig went out there. Got all my friends involved. I wrote this bit about going on like dates, and it was really bad. And I mimicked this girl's voice, and it was terrible from the very start. I kind of came out like thinking I was Bill Burr the whole time. So I yeah. came out, and I and I there was nothing funny. I just kind of attacked like this person, like in this bit. I was doing it. So a minute and a half went by. I remember just no laughs. Just and everyone exaggerates like no laughs and that. 
it was like no laughs at all <laughs> for a minute and a half. And I'm there like, okay, like I know I haven't been in this game long, second gig, but I know that isn't a good sign. Like I know that's not You know when they're not like, you know when they're not laughing, exactly. it's not going well. Exactly. Not, and my friends as well, none of those guys were laughing. And they were at the back and I saw one of them with his mouth like open, like, oh my like he couldn't believe what drivel I was talking, like, and that was meant to make everyone laugh. And uh, it was doing the opposite. So I did my bit. I, I did like a minute and a half of it. And then I started commenting saying, right, that was terrible. Like, this is going so bad. And then I started to win them over a little bit. Yeah, I gained momentum. They were like, come on. And they encouraged me. <laughs> I went back to it. No laughs again. Oh, no laughs. And I went, you know what? That does it. And I just, and I just left. Oh. And, um, and then my friends, I couldn't look at my friends in the eye. Like, they were just like, you know what? I, I forgot what they said because I was in like some sort of trance of like, I just don't want to be here. I just wanted to disintegrate. <laughs> I remember the train back with them. Oh no. Trying to like chat and be casual with my friends and it's just struggling and and like trying to be cool by hanging off the tube thing and oh, stuff. Like no. just trying everybody to be like, no, nah, I'm cool. I'm a 90s kid. Yeah. Let's not forget. I'm a yeah, 90s kid. Exactly. We, that's what we do. We hang on. We hang on. We hang on the rails. That's, that's what, what we, we do. do. You know, and that's yep. the, uh, <laughs> that's how I sum it up. Right. So you're yeah. at back. You're at, when you were with your friends. How did they? Did they tell you that it was bad? Or no, they? that's the worst part as well. They were. It was insinuated. It was kind of you know. It was by their energy and the way they were speaking to me. It was very like, oh, this guy's. Gonna, this guy, oh, we've got an injured little bird here. He's, tr sort of he's trying. Yeah, he's trying, and he's. Just close to crying. Oh. And um yeah, so I had to kind of redeem myself. So I just swung on the on Did the it tube. work? No. Oh. <laughs> didn't actually. It just made me feel awful as well because I was swinging. I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> I, just, I bet your core just felt great though. My arms did as well, actually. There you go. You're right. So, you know, not Better, bad. silver lining, right? Oh uh, yeah. I knew there was a reason to be talking about this story and you just picked out a good silver lining. There we that. go. You nice. got your arms and your strength, your upper body strength, and you cool. look strong as an ox. There you go. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> all about all about the worst gig well, worst recent gig. Uh worst recent gig. Um I don't worse. Everyone's got one though. Come on. I've done like kind of well music. I do music as well, and uh, um, okay. So you sing or you? Play? Yeah, well, I uh, I sing and I play the guitar. And I, okay, it's kind of like yeah. We're in do you have group. anything on Spotify or anything? That we yeah, do? we do. We do. Who's we? Oh, it's the as in the band. The Not me band. and my alter egos. <laughs> the plurality of it. Yeah. Um, What's your band called, dude? Jeez Luis. Jeez Luis. After Excellent. my Spanish version of my name. Yeah. Excellent. I. I applaud you, sir. It wasn't um, my idea, obviously, because imagine me suggesting it to the, the rest guys. of the Hey, what about this? <laughs> Ego stroking, blowing smoke at my own ass? Yes. <laughs> that is it. Why, why, did you why did you question No, no. That? I knew I was in. I just wanted to. I don't know why I did that. But Is yeah. that what it's called? Yes. Yes. Okay. So your band's called Jeez Louise. Yeah. Right? What's. What kind of band is it? What kind of music do you do? It's um, a lot of indie sort of bossa nova influence, a uh, bit of dream pop, just good music, really. I think nice. um, it's just very melodic. We try and be very melodic and and kind of a little bit different to 
to other people. Okay. Have That's you a very generic response, but yeah. Is it independent? Or are you signed to anybody? Or? Independent at the minute. We're just, we're still, we've, we've got some gigs, some big ones coming up and stuff like in, in North, in the Finsbury. We got one in Barcelona actually in like March as well. Ooh. Like, Who's organized? How does that get organized if you're an indie band? This guy. Okay. But, so. As in me for the, for the listeners. <laughs> um, yeah, so because my cousin's in a band in Spain as well, in Barcelona, and we're just kind of communicating and trying to find like a, the perfect sort of event to come over, the dates and this and that. So, yeah, you know, it's pretty, it's pretty good. It's exciting, you know. Okay. But it's all, it's all us pulling it together. We're um, finishing off our second EP. Oh, okay. And we're very excited about it and stuff. And, and um, yeah. I'll put a link to, I'll put in the description, I'll put a link to the first EP. Nice, but, nice, yeah. 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 Spot, so, and we got a video on, on YouTube as well, which is oh, very cool. Very good. We're on, on, we're on a boat. <laughs> we're on a boat. And, uh, well, actually, it's a sailing boat, sailing yacht. I asked you, for some reason I asked you, I'm the guy who knows. It's yeah, a sailing yacht. Exactly. Sailing boat. The sailing boat. It's one of those floating things, things in the sea. They have vehicles that float and move. Excellent. The sea. So when did the band get set up? Uh, twenty. Or who's and whose idea was it to set the band up? Twenty eighteen. It was my idea. I, so this is quite funny because growing up with my friends from Coventry, nobody ever played like musical instruments. Like, no no but I thought everyone was an. I thought everyone wanted to be the Arctic Monkeys outside the Watford Gap. That's actually a very funny comment. But <laughs> for some reason, uh, the Midlands it kind of bypassed us a little bit. We just have our own shit going on. Okay. You know? Um. Yeah, that's basically. I mean, we kind of did want to be the ultimate, but they all were more concerned about football, and so I kept the, my, you know, the guitar to myself, and okay. I waited. Finish university, I was like, I really like, you know, I like this um, music thing. I'm, I'm okay at it. Like, let me, let me carry on, as if someone was stopping me. Like, yeah, yeah, let me carry on. But um, yeah, I decided to pursue it, and I was like, what's the best way of making a band? So when we came to, when I came to London with my mates, I was like, I need a band. First, like, I need a band. Get me a I band. Need, I need a band. Yeah, it was a very, yeah, it was a very cool demand like that. It, it was, was very, very authoritarian. Mad, it was very madman. <laughs> it was very madman. Actually, it was very cool. Um, so yeah, I was like, I need something. So I started to put adverts out on. Well, I recorded at home first. I recorded some stuff. I had like my own little audio interface. I had my, my very similar to this. In fact, it might have been the exact same equipment and in exact same room. No, it wasn't. An exact, um, same <laughs> an exact same Kyle, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so at home I recorded every I was like, I need something out there to lure people in to be like, okay, I want to be in this band. Hmm. Lure was a is a weird word to use, but uh, I wanted people to join my band at their own will. Yes. And um <laughs> sorry. <laughs> and uh, basically I made this music, but I didn't have all the equipment and stuff. I didn't have the drums, I didn't have you know all the cool fancy equipment. So to to do the drums and stuff to make the the snare sound, I would get a baking tray. I would get pound coins, mm -hmm. probably about nine of them if you're lucky, because you know pound coins, pound coin. But I would put them all on the tray, and it'd have to be pound coins because they have the right sort of density. They're heavy enough to get that. I'm boring, yeah, but just stick with this for a second. I'm right? not. I've looked. I looked at your hands, dude. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm having a go at you. I'm having a go. But yeah, basically, it's all there. The pound coins are very heavy, so they have like a nice density. Yeah. And when you hit it, it sounds like it's slightly heavier. It's a bit of a dud instead of if you use like a, a P or a 20P yeah. and whatnot. 
anyway, so I recorded all of that at home, put it out on Gumtree and then saw who was interested or spoke to the people, went on like a few dates or whatever you want to call it, like met them face to face. It was face. basically a date. It's dude. basically, you, you're finding out if they're a weirdo or not. And yeah. most of them were. Most oh, of them dude, were. Most, most, cre- cre- I can't <laughs> most creatives are a bit weird. Yes, that's the thing, yeah. And I hate it when I notice that I'm a little bit weird. I'm like, oh, great. Must be a creative. Must be a creative. <laughs> That's it. Exactly. That's why I'm not I'm not odd. I'm just a creative. I'm just, I'm just a, a creative. creative. <laughs> there we go. There you go. I've got to stop doing that because people are gonna be like, what the hell is this goddamn You're gonna be in your flat you're gonna be in your flat making toast with randomly talking, <laughs> <laughs> and then she's gonna hate me, my uh, my flatmate actually. Yeah. But um uh yeah, so I did all that, met so many met people who were making like weird demands this one guy was like yeah i'm up for it and stuff he went but we're not going on tour because i've got a kid and i went you're out like this is our first time we've met what and i was like hey you're out you're before you're like a band that doesn't go on tour that was his like thing he was like i'm in but we can't well i'm not going on tour i'm not doing it then you ain't in and I went, okay, that's cool. Didn't want to say it to his face, but obviously as a coward, when I got back home, I was like, you're out, man. You're bloody out. And then yeah. randomly, this guy, about three years later, this was hilarious, on a packed out tube, um, you know, I've got my hand up, you know, as I like oh, to do, I'm swinging. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, looked to the side. There's a guy between like two people, like two bodies, just doing that. Oh, to me, just staring at me. And no. it's unmistakably the same guy. I'm just like, okay, this is the guy who hates me. And yeah. Don't look, don't pretend <laughs> you don't. Every time I looked over, he was just like, like <laughs> doing the same face. Was his kid with him? No, he wasn't. But, you know, I would have thought, look after the kid. If yeah, he was maybe. such a concern before, just exactly. he should be with him, really. Exactly, yeah. God damn it. And he's having a go at me like that with his eyes. But anyway, we meet so many weirdos. Fortunately, I met some people who were quite normal with Antoine, this uh, a French guy, basically, and we became really good friends. We're still good friends since. He then left the band last year because he wanted to pursue his career in, in like filming and stuff, which is his real sort of hobby and what okay. he does for work. And we were like, oh, we respect that. And now we've got new members. We've got four of us. And um, yeah, we're really enjoying what we're doing at the minute. And cool. uh, sort of the Latin bossa nova influence. One of the songs I do actually sing it in Catalan. Oh, um and that's um me showing off there apparently but um it's not showing off if you can do it you can do it that's true yeah it's very true but um but yeah so because i couldn't sing it we we i like a lot of bossa nova which is the brazilian sort of style and we're influenced by that a lot like i I absolutely love brazilian bossa nova uh but i i don't know portuguese i know catalan phonetically it kind of sounds all right and like it sounds kind of similar because they're both like latin based languages so I was like, well, how can I do it like sounding Brazilian, like Portuguese Brazilian, but like it not being it? Like, how can I make it sound as close to being a Brazilian sort of style song without so, it being? So I sung in Catalan. We have a Brazilian beat over it or under it, whatever. So, yeah, we have the Bossa Nova beat, which is like a specific way and me singing in Catalan. And it makes it to someone who's, you know, none the wiser to languages and stuff. They'll be like, oh, whoa, that sounds, sounds exotic. Great. That sounds yeah. like... It's from Tasmania or something, you know. That's a cool Mac. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, so that's kind of uh, what we're doing. But Sick. you meet a lot of weird people. You, yeah, a lot of a lot of weird weird people. A lot of egos and stuff. It's very, really very difficult. So. so is that when you're finding out who to who to be in the band or? 
Well, yeah. When when you you get to know them as a person, you kind of get a feel for them and stuff. And the people I get on with the most are the people who are just like, yeah, just very, just very chilled. I guess. Yeah. Like anybody, really. You don't want someone who's like, oh yeah, let's do this a bit on your first time meeting them. Like, no. You want someone who's kind of like, yeah, sounds good. We have the same sense of humor, same this and that. Yeah. All good. So that was basically. Yeah. And other people, and some people just don't know that. Some people just are very weird. Like you said, creatives are weird. Totally yeah. get that. We all have that kind of the baseline where we're just kind of at least weird. But right? I, I don't have the time for that. I'll be honest with you. Oh yeah. I just don't. I mean, I mean, like be weird. Like be a bit weird. That's fine. We're all a bit weird. But like, just awesome. I can't. I can. I gel with a bit with people who are a bit more relaxed and a yeah. bit more like yeah, yeah. you know, just like yeah, okay, yeah. let's do this. Okay, great. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you need a, a balance like that. You but then also, always be. But then I also need someone who to go to go right. This is what you need to do because yeah, I you need a mother. With... Really, that's what you're saying, right? Basically, you need yeah. Him to step back. <laughs> I need a strict. I need a strict parent. That's what I <laughs> yeah. want. Oh man, so he's good. So yeah, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? So you mentioned your flatmate earlier. Do okay. <laughs> yeah. So well, um, so I live in like a, a flat share with. There's four of us in total, um, and for some reason, one of the the people who who's in the flat with me, she's always complained about me from the very start. Like the door slams too loud. Like you know, How this and you, that. I mean, I mean, flush that, the that, toilet that, when you leave a shit in there. You know, stuff yeah, like that. You know? Yeah, like, uh, I'm, I'm Tasmanian. I'm Tasmanian. You do what you want. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Sorry. No, but you know, the, the pooing <laughs> thing was a joke. It's not true. But um she she seems to always be on on my case. Like basically we have like a an outside part has like a veranda sort of thing that but we're all, all the all the rooms are kind of lined next to each other and there's a garden. So we all have access to the garden. Is it like a student halls kind of thing? Is it it feels like it is, but it's an apartment, like yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, quite. But it yeah, similar sort of ilk. And um Basically, she has like a chair, and this was back in the summer. She had like an outside chair, like one of those plasticky little shit ones, right? And I, she wasn't in, and I used it for a couple of days out in the side. And by using it, I mean sat on it. <laughs> I sat on the chair. What else would you do with how, a chair? And how dare, how dare I, right? Yeah. And uh, I sat on this chair. She then came back like five days later and was like, hey, do you know what happened to my chair? I was like, what? Did something ha like did something blow up or something? What what happened? And I was like, no, what happened? She was like, did uh, you sit on my chair? Did you use my chair? And I went, yeah, I did. And she was like, who told you you could use my chair? And I was like, oh, sorry, I didn't know the chair. Like that's that's fine. You you are right. Like no one told me and stuff. And she's like, she had a go at me. This was the she was basically she. We had a conversation like two weeks before about her. Being we were talking about the Russian war and whatnot, like and this and that. And she's Lithuanian. Okay. And she was like, we were saying, you know, Putin, this and that and the other. And uh, and she was kind of defending him. Okay. And then when she did the chair thing, I was like, oh, so when someone takes a chair <laughs> that didn't belong to them, you go mental. But yeah. uh, when a guy takes over another country like that, you're yeah. backing him. Yeah. What's going on here? Basically. And uh, so that pissed me off a little bit, but I bit my I didn't say anything. I was like, yeah, you're right. It's your chair. I didn't ask. It's either me you or the snails having it and it looks like the snails are having it outside right <laughs> oh no and um and yeah so and then i and then a couple of weeks ago i used her lid because i didn't have i just used her lid from a little a little pot believe it or not. I'm, I'm a lunatic i used a lid oh my god i washed it yeah and i 
put it back somewhere where I thought it was. You at. absolute madman. I'm a lunatic. I've always yeah. been saying this. I'm Tasmanian devil, especially yeah. when it comes to um, kitchens, I suppose. <laughs> and um, and yeah, so uh, she knocked on my door at like 11 p.m. Uh, in the weekday, and I was like, oh, hello. And she was like, hey, you, who told you you can use my stuff? I was like, I'm not. Okay, at this point as well, I wasn't sober. I was... I'd maybe smoked a joint, maybe, right? Maybe, who knows? So I wasn't sober, who knows? I know, and uh, I wasn't sober, and she <laughs> was just like, come and get my, come and find my lid, and I was like, oh my God, I don't know if I can do this. And then I tried to, I was like, okay, I'll try and find it, even though I didn't actually remember if I'd used it in the first place, because I was actually quite high at the time. So I was like, did I use it? Could have been me, and I was like, all right, let me, <laughs> let me, let me help you try and find it. And I was there helping and try and find it. And she dismissed me. She went, oh, go to your room. You stink. Go to your room. <laughs> you stink. And I was like, I was furious at this point. But I was like, I can't get my words out because I'm not in the state for it. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, just fight that battle another day when you're, you're sober because you'll love this. You'll, you'll relish this. This is your type of thing, which is really bad. And I should really learn to you might need some, I'll, I'll give you a number to call later oh god on. Okay. oh god all right but um but yeah so i i left it and then i messaged her saying on whatsapp hey the way you spoke to me was really rude and disrespectful and she was like hey i'm gonna tell the landlord you're using all my stuff all the time and that you're smoking indoors and i went no one has been smoking indoors at all like she was kind of like threatening me with all this i was like don't do this like that's horrible and um so we left it there and then um the other day, she accidentally broke my plate, right? And I know it was her because my 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 room is like in the kitchen. There's no like corridor in between. I can hear everything. Mm. And also the other flatmates were like, we didn't break it, right? And I knew it was her. And it was an accident because it was on the on the, the little, the drying rack and whatnot. Yeah. Right? And it slipped. And you, I get it. Like mistakes happen and accidents happen and stuff. Yeah. And uh, it smashed. No one sent it. And I, and I always put in the group and the WhatsApp. I was like, anyone know what happened to my plate? It's smashed. And um, the other two popped up and they said that, no, it wasn't us. We don't know anything about it. I left on the side. She replied like four days later saying, no, sorry or anything. Just saying, move your stuff from the rack. Thankfully, when it fell on my hand, it didn't hurt me. Oh. So this is why I was, so this is why I'm really annoyed. So you can imagine she didn't like apologize, didn't do anything. And in the end, she ended up saying, and stop using my stuff in the same sentence. So this is why it really annoyed me. And I was like, okay. Like, but you, this, this is outrageous. I said, unbelievable. This is outrageous the way you're you're dealing with this. Yeah. And then she was like, uh, stop lying. Like, just went in for it and said, I, I'm going to tell the landlord about you smoking and stuff. And I was just like, what? Like, what are you, what are you saying? Like, and I, okay, I called her a, a bit of a psycho, which was um, maybe a mistake. And, um, but it wasn't because I was like, no, you're just like, like, leave me alone. Like, leave me alone. I'm not going to stand with you kind of bullying me a little bit in my your own my house flat, in my own house like just the way she was really rude and just it's like i'm not here to make enemies like please i used your <laughs> lid once like it's fine like you use my stuff i'm not anyway and um yeah so we had all this that is like therapy for you now isn't it yeah, yeah. oh my god yeah <laughs> oh my god yeah anybody can be my therapist which is uh which is a good and bad thing. <laughs> um, I welcome it, man. Don't worry. No, because, uh, yeah. Anyway, anyway, but uh, but yeah, so I'm in a bit of a, a war at the minute with my uh, flatmate. But that's the thing, like, it's difficult to tell if I have touched something or 
you know, or eating something that wasn't mine and stuff because I'm, I might have been high at the time. Like, yeah. I don't know. So I don't know if I'm battling with an actual human or my own. Your own subconscious. Yes. And that's mental. That's proper Tasmanian stuff right there. That is, dude. That's a 90s kid right there. That is. Speaking of 90s things, uh, we're talking about a show. We're going to talk about a show called Reboot, uh-huh. which is a show about a group of actors who were on a 90s, uh, 90s sitcom, 90s family sitcom. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then. They're they're, the network, which is, well, the network is brought by Hulu, the American streaming platform, which is owned by Disney, which is how we got to watch this show. Um, And they want to bring the old show back. And so they so they hire the new they hire the old actors, and the show's about how the actors interact and how they well how they adjust to replaying the characters again. Mm-hmm. Did you hear about? Did you know about the show before? Uh, no, I, I hadn't. Um, but when you told me about reboot, I was like, "What are they rebooting now?" Like, I really, <laughs> I really looked. I'm going to be honest. When I watched it first, like my talking about not using your brain, right? Yeah, I watched it. I was like, "Oh God, this is so!" Like, I thought it. W- I literally was watching the show as if it was a remake of some. Like, yeah, I didn't know it was meta. Yeah, you know, I was like, oh, I'm "Not using my brain." I was like, "Oh, this, oh, another you know show where they're just doing this and that." But then I realized because I used that brain, I was like, "Oh, it's a show about yeah rebooting," because I hadn't used my my brain at the time, which is very stupid. And um, but once that you know fell into place. Clear saying and great show. Really it's got, enjoyed it. It's got a great cast, man. It's got um it's got Keegan Michael Key. Great Tony, yeah, playing uh yeah. playing a um uh very very he's playing a wannabe Shakespearean actor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Johnny Knoxville playing well not he's, he's like not, a comic, he's a stand up comic. Yeah, he's not really and the thing is I think this is one of the first times he's not really playing Johnny Knoxville. Yeah. That's why I felt a bit weird as well with that. Like I felt like he, he didn't feel like a stand up comic. No. You know? It, it felt like a modern family sort of character. Funny you say that. We'll get back to that in a second. We'll get hold that okay, hold, okay, hold, yeah, yeah, hold that phrase for a second. Put a pin in there. Everybody. Yeah, we will. Um, we've got uh, Judy Greer as the as the yes, yes. lady on the show. As the lady on the show. Um, Brie? Put it Brie. Brie. That's it. Brie. Study the names. That's it. <laughs> I just, right. Um, you've got Callum Worthy, who is, is the kid. From the show, or who's now all grown yes. up, yeah, which is ironic because he kind of worthy was on a Disney Channel show when he was a bit younger as well. So, oh, yeah, that's pretty good. And they've got put the legendary Paul Reiser mm-hmm. as the as the head of as the head of the network. Yes, and they have got Rachel Bloom as his daughter. Yes, and that is, and they've also got like a a whole host because they obviously had to go to because. Um, Paul Reiser is the head of the is the creator of the original show and he's yep. back creating this show with his daughter. Yeah. And so they've obviously got to head the writer's room. And they've got a whole host of old school sitcom and comic actors in that writer's room. And it's just an amazing thing to watch. It's very good. It's very good. Yeah. Cause they kind of like um yeah, they play around with the whole, you know, the, the woke culture and and filling a quota and stuff like that. Like, how do we and they kind of play around with that really well. By by at the same time doing it as yeah. well, do you know what I mean? But they do it in like a way that isn't like like very full. It's it, it's good. It's a very palatable way of 
getting that point across, you know, without... It's about... Yeah, because they're trying to blend the... Because the characters are trying to blend the old with the new because they want the show to be successful with this new generation of people whilst also retaining what made it what made it good in the yeah. first place and initially there is a real culture clash because the new the younger writers they want yeah. you know they want social co- all the social commentary to be in there mm-hmm. and the older writers they want all the old school innuendos yeah. slapsticky yeah, pratfalls yeah. and slightly racy humor that you yeah. kind of expect from a decent 1980s sitcom yeah and so yeah, it's really interesting to see the two try to work together, and I think that that is yeah. that that must be quite representative of some America's right American writers' rooms. Do you think? Oh yeah, for for sure. Well, The Simpsons, for one, you could argue. Well, that probably happened a, a longer, well, quite a while ago now. But when they had that sort of change, and they went through all of that, you know, of the at least the voice actors and all of that. So they must have been. They came. They kind of saw that happen and the whole um yeah and, and the change with that and Apu and Yeah, the so change. that must have been a proper like in and that happened in the writer's room, no doubt. Yeah, for sure. yeah. and that happened that that also happened in the fam over at Family Guy as well, because they oh, yeah. changed the uh what's his name? Cleveland. Oh Cleveland's yeah, voice. Yeah, yeah. I mean the guy I mean, it's I agree what I, I like the fact I, I don't know, uh, because I know the voice of Cleveland. Yeah. Right, and I've grown up with that voice of yes. Cleveland before I knew that he was white, yeah. and I was just like, "That's Cleveland." The yeah. guy that they got now does a very good impression of Cleveland, yeah. but you know, it's not right. It's, it's not Cleveland. It's not Cleveland. Yeah, it's not Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's the same with um, the Simpsons with like Carl and is it there's whoever did the voice for for Carl has that person changed now? Carl. Uh, yeah, I think so. Lenny and Carl. The, I, the two I, boys. You know? I don't know if Carl has changed, but I know that Apu's definitely changed. Yeah. I put, okay. Carl must have. Yeah. Must have too. I mean, I get why they did it in a way, but it does kind of seem like, well, you've been going this long, right? You're only doing it now because you're getting called out. Yeah. So but you're not again, really sorry. No, you no. But no, re- no th- them, these larger sort of entities, Disney and you know and Fox and all that they don't care that it's just about whatever what they, can what? you believe that what I'm just a Tasmanian devil I don't know what I'm saying but yeah. uh, you're a Warner Brothers property sir <laughs> oh, okay all right just because I've seen the Warner Brothers studios yeah, right. yeah yes that's my affiliation though but um I've always been a Looney Tunes fan yeah. same Warner Brothers that's it that's the way it works that's it also Disney. Disney also Disney um but yeah, back to back to yeah. reboot. So I think it was really interesting seeing how because obviously everything is getting rebooted right now. Yeah. Um Exactly. I have a feeling that this is how a lot of those what a lot of those a lot of those reboots do come to fruition. Because okay. there's always that one there's usually the one actor who probably wants it the who wants it the most mm-hmm. and the rest don't really have much else going yeah. on. So they kind of just fall into line anyway. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, we've seen a lot of friends sort of uh, one-offs and, and reunions and stuff and other shows. I know yeah. just picked on friends maybe because of that. But um, yeah, <laughs> but yeah I, of course, it's a, but this is like a, a cultural shift. It's like a generational thing that's probably always happened. But um, 
we're seeing it more and more happen and it probably the whole I mean, the shift is probably happening when it's all with these shows and whatnot in the writer's room on set and stuff like that. Yeah. So there must be quite a lot of clashes and and differences in that way. So it's it's interesting. Have you ever been on like a on a proper set? I've watched a taping of a of a sitcom before, if that makes sense. Uh huh. So I was, uh-huh. Uh-huh. feels uh-huh. like I'm in a sitcom. I believe. Uh-huh. I, you run. I think I. That's basically a long way of saying no. Yeah. Like I'm suspicious of it. Yeah, so, that was very. It was an odd reaction, but I stand by it. Yeah, I went to go watch a taping of this show called K and Koji, which is on um okay. ITV. Which is on ITV. It's a studio audience sitcom. It's um it got two series, and I don't think they're doing a third one, but. Yeah, it was such a great, it was but a how great did you, experience. What did you have to do? Sorry, just sat. Studio audience. It's like the, okay. you know, so you sat there. Yeah. And no, they don't do that. Like, it's genuinely, the laughs are actually genuine. They've obviously got a compare coming on say, um, okay, to, to warm, uh, um, yeah. warm up the crowd, say what's going to happen, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And the compare for this was the the guy who wrote, one of the guys who wrote it. Very actually, cool. Yeah. Um, very close to it. And yeah, they know the whole energy in the Yeah, it's, exactly. And um, so they, yeah, they they don't do the whole. They don't do the whole. Have a sign up, laugh, or uh, applause, or whatever. That does genuinely happen naturally. Yeah, I mean, naturally as or as naturally as possible. Okay, it's interesting I'm saying this because the show that they're rebooting in the show is also a studio cam, is a multi camera studio sitcom, mm-hmm. um, and. They don't, and on the show they don't even do that, do they? They don't have the guy in the audience because I don't. I think that's just a, like a myth. Like that's. I think m- maybe it depends. Maybe not for those shows, but no. you know, for panel shows, for talk, show, or... for talk shows, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk shows, definitely. I think, um, but for sitcoms, I think because in the room it is basically like you're watching a play. Yeah, a play yeah. that is being filmed, and it is there's something that magical does happen. When you're in there and you're watching it, it's yeah. just like you're in there yeah, yeah. and you're all together, and the actors are mostly are, all, are almost always giving it their all, even if it doesn't always translate well to screen. It usually goes really well in the room. Yeah. Um, no, that makes sense. Yeah, that's because they're yeah, it's um, they're acting. It's like yeah. a piece they're doing right there. Whereas you know, Friends. Did they have a live? I don't even. Know. Yeah, they did. They had a live studio audience as well. But you, you always heard someone like laughing way too much, and you're like, "Come on, man!" Like, yeah. Well, that's genuine. Uh, that. But then you looked at what he was laughing at. And it was like Ross trying to put on trousers. You're like, oh, "Yeah, fair enough." Yeah, 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 exactly. And they, and I like the fact that they actually picked up. They did. They actually in this show they picked on. They kind of picked up on those kind of things. Like, what did the audience laugh more at? Da da da. Mm. And. That kind of became a little bit. That kind of becomes a little bit of a conflict between the actors and the um, and sometimes the writers as well because yeah. there were moments where the I can't remember was it Keegan Michael I think it was Brie they did something where she they, the audience did something where she got a laugh and she just kept on do, and she just yeah kept yeah, on yeah, doing yeah. it a bit and that annoyed everyone else. Yes. I, also, I love the fact that she married a royal. Is that, oh, five minutes. Oh, my God. Five minutes. God. All right. It's a good show, guys. Yeah. It's a really good show. Did you? Okay. So if you had to, yeah. right, let's, let's yeah. go to this bit. If you had to reboot, reboot, remake, reboot. The, the show? The show. Yeah. yeah. Who would I? What would you do? How would you do it? 
Also, I forgot to say, the reason I said pinpoint, um, pit, put a pin in the Modern Family bit, because the guy who wrote it wrote Modern Family. Yeah, you can tell. Yeah, yeah. That's why I said it. Yeah. So when you said put a pin in it, I was like, we can remove it because I already know. Uh, I wanted to be like, but I wasn't ready for it to be known. <laughs> yeah, to be known. That's yet. why I, I put it on. I accepted it. Uh, yes. Yeah. So if you had to remake or reboot, reboot, how would you do it? Uh, it's a very like general. Well, I'd wait a couple years. <laughs> uh, maybe first. Um, but how would I do it? I'd hopefully that all the actors are still alive. Use them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you'd use the same actors say uh what so you'd use the same actors yeah you would you you how would you maybe jordan peele i'd get him in as well why not because he's he's quite humorous yeah and, and also uh, he worked with keegan michael key there you go um is there anything you change about the show um you know what i do like johnny knoxville but i, I he's fine in that but the fact that he was a stand he is a stand-up comic right mm-hmm I didn't buy that part, but I bought him as a an actual character. But I so, didn't buy that the stand up comic part. So who would you cast instead? How would you change it? Um, no, but this is difficult because if you actually played a real stand up comic, this is what I mean. Like it has to be someone who's a bit more, not just a straight up stand up. It needs to be more the acting comedic comedic actor. Not saying that Johnny Knoxville was that because uh, you know he got famous for. For someone punching him in the balls and stuff. So who would you pick? <laughs> Bam Margera. No. Uh, there we go. <laughs> no, no. Um, uh, Steve-O. I don't know why I've kept it on uh, Jack- Jack- <laughs> after having a go at them for that, for not being comics. But um, I'd probably say, okay, what, you want to know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd probably go for, um, as the stand-up comic, you know, um. Okay, you want to know? Yeah, you do. Anthony Jeselnik. Anthony Jeselnik. Okay, <laughs> great. <laughs> isn't isn't true? But um, why not? Yeah. That's yeah. Okay, answer. Anthony. Je- so he'd replace. Put a pin in it. And also, he could probably do the whole downtrodden, quite downtrodden thing, quite well. Yes. That's And he'd be really dry the whole time. So it actually, yeah, it actually, it could work really well. Yeah. And he'd be like a a very aloof sort of weird person. It'd be a bit different to Johnny Knoxville because he's quite a a like he's likable, isn't he? In that? Yeah, I like Johnny Knoxville. I think Jason Yeah, I like him as well, yeah. All right. Yeah. All right, Lewis. So what I need you to do now is look directly into that camera and tell people where they can find you. Hello everyone, you can find <laughs> me you can find me on um on Instagram at Lewis underscore underscore Gonzalez and also my band at G's uh, Luis. I forgot the name of my own name for starters, but um, but G's Luis on Instagram. You can find us on there. Our music is on Spotify as well. Uh, you can find my comedy on all social media sort of stuff and um, and on YouTube as well. And through my mouth, like directly through me. Like that's, I can give you a bit of comedy in that way as well. Cool. cool. Tashi, have you got anything to promote? <laughs> no, I've got nothing. All right, cool. That's been a podcast. What well up, guys? It's been great. Cheers, guys. Hey. Hey. Whew, that was fun. That went quick.